This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the new Genius Brain Podcast. Yes. So if you guys are watching this on the video, it's been a long time coming. I think Genius Brain has been now on for about a year. It's been about a year. It's been only a year. I thought it was longer. No. So it's been about a year since I started this podcast because I started it roughly when we moved into that apartment in Glendale. Uh, Right? So we moved to that apartment in Glendale. It feels like we moved in... Years ago. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we've, Meryl and I have moved in and we've been living together for about a year now. But when we first moved to, to in together, mm-hmm. we moved to Glendale and that's when I brought the podcast there. But originally before that, I was doing it at the condo that I was living in downstairs in that breakfast nook. Oh, yeah, nook. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were doing it over a year yeah. then. So thanks to all the Patreon people. Uh, you guys are paying the rent for the new podcast room. So I know that it seems like, you know, I'm using this money to ball out. I'm not. I actually saved up that money to actually open up this podcast. So it's been, I've had that Patreon now for about a few months. And with that, with the Patreon's help, the Patreonsers helps, <laughs> they've uh, actually helped open up the new podcast room. And so we got better sound quality. We got That's this whole awesome. setup. That's awesome. This yeah, looks man. so much more sophisticated than the last one. The last one was like fun children bright colors now it's like disrespect first of all I, I love that podcast room hey how, how dare i would you? say i didn't like it why are you taking it so offensive i'm mm-hmm. saying this is more sophisticated Sounds like you said it was janky i did not use that <laughs> word you have you had the look it was a fun color like this you, you have know? the janky look in your eyes hey use my yellow chair i did and we have to get rid of that mm. you know when we first moved into glendale together uh, so basically what happened was, um, obviously I proposed to her and after that we were supposed to move in together, but I allowed Mariel to pick out a place while I was gone and she chose the best spot ever. Yes. It was the most convenient spot. It was a good space. Little did I know you had so much crap with you. That was, the it's problem. not that I had a lot of crap. Storage was the main issue. Well, we still have storage in this, it, this place is bigger. We still have storage issues. Yeah, because we had to Marie Kondo, and that's exactly exactly the point. This has more storage. But remember what I said when I came back, and I said, this place is going to be way too small. And you said, no, you were adamant that it was more than enough. It is. Like I said, little did I know, I had didn't know you had so much stuff with you. Cause you was, also had a lot of stuff, too. I you did. had a one-bedroom apartment. Exactly. I thought, as a dude, usually they don't have that much stuff to bring with them. But then you brought the whole kitchen? <laughs> you brought of course i had co- first of all that was already like done deals like all right we definitely don't have enough space when you brought the whole kitchen we had to get rid of so much stuff well you didn't cook at all no i did cook what are you talking you about the, you cooked the same thing though you cooked uh whatever your veggie and meat but when i cook i cook i, I throw down so yes. there's a lot of different stuff that i need in order exactly. to make those dishes 
because I cook, but you cook. So I didn't know what comes with that because I don't see it because I didn't live with you. But then there's also a balance because I don't have a lot of clothes. So what I brought was 17 shirts and four basketball shirts. Thank God. And then you had two closets in your last place that you filled up to the brim. And so you had to Marie Kondo a lot of your clothes. Yes, we did. I mean, I did. I sure did. So when uh, I, I think like the odd thing is, is that, oh, you know, when most people just from our friends. Yeah. When they are together for about, what, two or three years, mm-hmm. they, they eventually move in together. That's like the typical thing to do after two or three years. Sure. Because what's the whole point of spending two separate rents when you guys see each other all the time, right? Sure. So uh, we actually moved in after four years. So yeah. we prolonged it as long as possible. And mm-hmm. those four years, I got to tell you, were the happiest four years of my life. <laughs> like it was so hard adjusting living with you because we didn't realize how different we were. Oh, yeah. Like your level of cleanliness versus my level of cleanliness, which we can agree from asking our friends and your friends that I am not that dirty. Your level of cleanliness is pretty particular. Particular. But also, you lied to me that you were the clean person. Oh, let me tell you this one story at your place is that one day in the morning, we went to the kitchen and the sink was full of cups and bowls. And you told me, I hate this. I don't like this. I wish this could go away in the dishwasher. I don't understand why it's all left here. Guess what I have to deal with every morning and night now? Let me, let Full me, of let me. Empty okay. Cups okay. Piled we're gonna, everywhere. Oh, we're doing this today. And bowls in you the know sinks. What? Hey, this wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. <laughs> I hate bringing you on. Let me, re- <laughs> let, let me recorrect your correction real I quick. I tell everyone the truth. <laughs> no, that's not the truth because let me recorrect your correction, my dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, right. let me recorrect your correction. Let's do this. Her example of a sink being full is the biggest exaggeration on earth. Can I tell you one time? I even have the text proof to prove what you're saying. Uh-huh. She was like irritated one day, right? She goes, hey, next time before I go to work, can you make sure the house isn't a mess? And she, and she sends a photo <laughs> of the sink and the counter, right? Can I tell you what it was? The sink was filled with to the brim with one cup oh, sure. and a fork inside the cup. And the counter had a pair of chopsticks on it. And that was a thing. That was your description of a full sink and a messy house. You know what? That wasn't the only case. And that was probably where it, that, that was probably maybe like the 10th time. And I'm like, I got to show him something than nothing. Because, I, you know what? It's all good. Let's not bring this up. But the Let's sink, not bring but this the sink up. is never completely full, though. You know what? You've been doing so much better, honey. And I am so proud of you. And I really am grateful for things you You know what done. I hate about you the most? Is that you try to act like an angel on this podcast, and then after this, after this whole thing gets done with, the demon comes out. This is this is the this is a very poor depiction of who you are. And by the way, on this podcast at home, she does not look like this. I sure don't. You know why I dressed up like this? Because you dressed up. This is this is him dressing up. By the way, everyone. Yo, can I say this though? She has worn my boxers for the past two months. Hey, they're very comfortable. Which is fantastic. What's the point? Yeah. Sometimes I don't have boxers. I'm like, where are they? And they're draped on I her. I used the same boxer for a whole week. I don't know what you're talking about. You I'm filthy folding. animal. I fold your boxers every other day. Okay? Other day. Every other day. other day. Every other day. What did the cow say? Every other, other day. day. <laughs> 
But moving in with her was such an interesting experience. I actually never, you know, I've had a couple of girlfriends before and, you know, I've dated around, but I've never, ever committed to living with somebody. It was something that I was deathly scared of. I didn't, I didn't really want to. Well, it also makes sense with the whole toilet situation. Well, the toilet situation thing. But I'm I, just saying, I'm just adding okay, stuff. Okay, we can finish again, your right? sentence. By the way, <laughs> people are so dumb. <laughs> you know all those you know, people. They, in the beginning of the quarantine, just because uh-huh. we had so much time, I was like, I'm just going to respond to everybody. Uh-huh. But it was so funny because... 90% of them agreed with me? No, because they're all women. And so... <laughs> exactly. The, the, the funny thing was is that I'm not going to even really get into it, but the, the dumb thing was, you know, when, when you talked about the pee splatter thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, when you pee splatter, just clean it up. Why do you pee on the toilet all the time? It's like, it's not all the time. I mentioned on the podcast that the pee gets on the, because they thought that I was peeing on the top of the seat. Uh, She's talking about when it's left up and yeah. it splatters. So Which they're like, why do you why do you pee all over the seat? It's oh. like, no, you dumb fucks. It happens in the middle of the night when the toilet seat is up. You got to talk about it, don't you? Ah, because people are dumb and I refuse to lose. And I would Suck t- my dick. And I would tell everybody, he has done a better job. And I'm really proud of you. And we figured out our compromise too. Which Start- is put both the seats down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because when we talk about this on the podcast, right? We're, we're, we're kind of rehashing old thoughts. Mm-hmm. They, they think that the argument is actually something that we've been fighting about for like six years or some shit. But it's really the the actual argument was like a, a half day conversation, and then we just tried after that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's weird because when people don't have an experience with like a long term relationship, they go, "Oh God, you you guys, you guys need some therapy." I don't need therapy for shit. I love this bitch right here. This is my lady right here. It's my ride or die, and she loves this bitch right here too. Say it. <laughs> Why can't you say it? You say it to me at home. Say it on the podcast. They don't believe it's real. I feel like we do need therapy time to time. But yes. Uh, you want couples therapy? You know, time to time. But I think we overcome them and we're like, okay, another another tornado has passed by. <laughs> and I what do you think, think we need couple ther- couple th- couples therapy for? Mm, I feel, I think any, I think a lot of people have the same issue is just sometimes we misunderstand each other or we it's been pretty good though for the past for a while actually it's been pretty good because mm, the tornado has passed by <laughs> and we survived you know and when something like that big trauma comes around shout we get to together her. also to shout outs to her best friend because she's uh <laughs> she lives right across the street so she has somebody <laughs> to talk to because without she's her like the godmother for us it's just like she's I'm just our like, therapist i'm not crazy you go talk to becky and see what we're doing wrong <laughs> And then she'll see it from an outside perspective and she goes, "Hmm, yeah, maybe this, hmm, maybe that. Yeah. And she has similar personality as you. So she doesn't always uh, agree with me, which is good. Thank God. Because sometimes I feel like I'm crazy, right? You are. No, 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 no. Sometimes (laughs) I feel like I am not crazy. I, you know, if anybody asks for any proof of any crazy stuff that he said he doesn't do, I have to. Like what? It's what I thought. You like know, the sink. The sink. I have proof of what you think a full sink is. It's okay. Anyway. I know I use multiple cups, right? <laughs> I, I have this very weird habit now of using multiple cups, which I didn't have before because you, my, you've had hold, it. Hold on a second, girl. Let me. All those oh. cups in that sink in your old apartment, it's all you. It was not. You know why it wasn't mine? I can't believe it. You know why it wasn't mine? Why? Because somebody else did it. So I made it a point not to do it. And it turns mm-hmm. out that when that person doesn't do it, now I'm allowed to do it. So I started doing it. Um, I did not. 
So you, could you even, want you me could to do ask, it so that you could stop You could even it? ask Khalif and Ray. It was never Would me. Would you like me to start on it so that you could stop? I'll use all the cups. You can use all the cups. I don't mind, but it bothers you, so I don't do it. And that's what you call a good <laughs> you don't, fiance. You try not to do it, which I really do appreciate. Yeah. And, you know, actually, that's not even the weird part. The weird part is that you, when you have a leftover dish or a bowl, <laughs> you put it in the sink and you dump water in there with the remaining food. Because you don't and leave it there. Because if the food dries up, it sticks to the bowl, that's so you, you have to moisten it. <laughs> that's why you throw away the food first. Nah, that's too much work. You just let it moisten in there that for a little like bit. That is like the most. And so, okay. And so I asked him because I was thinking really hard and trying to be the best person. I'm like, maybe there's a reason podcast. why he does this. So I asked him, and he got so <laughs> offended by it. I didn't get offended. Yes, you're like, why? I'm like, because. You got you got mad at me because like I really want to know if there's a rational reason why you add water with the leftover food and leave it in the sink. No, so this is what actually happened. And then you got so mad because I was like, please tell me there's a no, reason. No, 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 no. This is what happened. Sure. All right. Correct. She my got correction. upset because she wasn't satisfied with my answer. I told her I don't know. I just do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she kept nagging me about uh-uh, this. I did I, not. Yes, you did. Oh! And I told. <laughs> And I told her, one of the things I told her I don't like is that if you are going to nag at me or pick at something, don't do it before we go to sleep. Going to sleep angry and upset is something I can't do. Ah. No matter how upset she is, this girl could knock out. <laughs> and so what happens is she'll say something. She'll plant some kind of evil thought in my head, right? So she'll, she'll do this thing. So at night, she just goes, why do you do that, right? And I go, I don't know. It's just something that I do. I say, usually when food sticks, I try to soak it in. She goes, what about wet food? Why do you do that for wet food? I was like, I don't know. What does that mean? Like if it was ramen or something and I left the bowl Uh -uh. in there and I said, I don't know. And then you kept being so persistent about it because you weren't satisfied with that answer. Chigaimasu! 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 Dozo, dozo, dozo. (laughs) I think, you know what happened? Because I clearly remember, I was like, I just want to know his rational reason. And I said, I don't know. And so I asked to confirm because like, why do you do that? And I think because it was at nighttime, he was already agitated. No, 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 no. That he thought that I was nagging. But really, I was just very curious. No, my dear. It was not like that at all. I'm telling you. You kept on being so persistent about it when you should have dropped it after I gave you the answer. That's why I was irritated. And then I told you, well, I'm asking because X, Y, and Z. So I gave you a reason why I, if there's no reason behind to it, then why it shouldn't, why it's not beneficial to use the water. Because it's just a waste then. You're wasting the water. No, and And then this is what happened after, right? So she has this thing. If if something has to happen her way, she she won't let it go. So, for example, that that, hold on (laughs) (laughs) that night, what happened was so the garbage can was slightly left ajar because we had some cardboard boxes of stuff in it, right? And then she goes, "I can't go to sleep." Huh? That same dish thing night was the same night of the garbage can incident because you couldn't go to sleep because the garbage can was slightly left ajar. And then you wouldn't let me go downstairs. And you were like, did you did you close the, the, the lid of the garbage? <laughs> I don't remember this. Yes, that was the reason why I slept downstairs because you wouldn't stop nagging about it before I go to sleep. And I said, the world, the thing I don't like I is don't to mention. I don't think so. Yes. And so what happened was she goes, well, I can't go to sleep if I know that garbage can is left ajar. And I was like, it's, which, and which, I said, mm-hmm. it's not a problem. There's, she goes, well, there might be ants. I was like, well. There hasn't been ants in the garbage can before. 
so don't worry about it. And she goes, well, what if there is? I was like, if there is, I'll wake up tomorrow before you do, and I'll handle it so you don't see it. And then she says, and then she goes, okay, then, that's fine. And then we're chilling, and I'm about to get back into sleep. And she goes, nope, I can't do it. And that's what I was like, okay, Uh, I, I found the compromise. She agreed to it, and then she went back on it. And that's why I got upset because that was already like a 30-minute conversation right before we're going to sleep, which I didn't think was necessary because I already told her what I was going to do. I said that I was going to clean it up or close the lid and make sure there's no ants. And before you wake up, I was going to go downstairs and make sure you don't see it. Are we going to keep bickering? But do. This podcast is brought to you by Fiverr. Where do you go to find on-demand talent? How much will it cost? How can you be certain they'll deliver? Find the right freelancer. Can be time-consuming, frustrating, and expensive. I said find finding. Fiverr's platform helps keep businesses moving with a network of trusted freelance talent, my friends. Yes, I love Fiverr. I use it for just about everything. If I want some straightforward freelance work with deadlines, straightforward pricing, and great communication, I go with them a lot of the times. I'm literally on a time crunch. Like I need to get something done that day or maybe in a couple of days and I don't have um, the typical people that do work for me um, available. Then I go on Fiverr just to find it. So Fiverr is easy. You can find what you're looking for instantly. You can search by service, deadline, price, reviews, and a whole bunch more. You'll know exactly what you're paying for up front. No negotiating needed. 24-7 customer service. Check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using my code GB. It's easy. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code GB. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code GB. That's not bickering. Yeah, it's bickering. You're getting facts right, dude. All right, Eh. either way. Shake my head. You could get two fingers. This is what it's like being in a relationship, but this is just a clear example of the things that you have to deal with when you start living with somebody else and people have different sets of rules with each other. So what bothers her normally as her eyes twitch, what bothers her her doesn't really bother me and what bothers me doesn't really bother her. Yeah. I have this weird thing. You have weird OCD. Oh, my dear. Let's not even get into who has more weird OCD than you or me. So I didn't we have, say it. You so, had more. What's up oh, with this comparison? Oh, we I don't was compare. just saying. I was just adding facts to what you're okay, about to we say. Okay, we're going to add facts. So I have this weird thing where I like to keep things within a square, right? Just within so, a box. So there could be random objects anywhere, but I don't like it scattered about. So, for example, if there's like keys, coins, or whatever, you can't just leave it on the table. If there's a tray for it, just put it in the tray. If there's chapsticks, put it in the tray. See, he's all about the – which I – compromise because as you know on your table on your desk i put square stuff so you could put your accessories in Mm -hmm. there so it helps you with your ocd for him he doesn't it doesn't matter what's in there whether there's trash that's been there for months whether there's been when has there ever have i ever okay i want you to read okay but it's you're making me sound like i'm a troll under a bridge when have i ever left trash for months I don't want to even go really? there. When did, when did I do that? Remember before you left for your vacation? No, your work vacation. No, what was it? Uh, you're traveling? My dear, that was paper wanna... and garbage in a trash can. Mm-mm. It was in a trash can. Ah, there was additional stuff, but I do really don't want to get into it. Then we're going to go back to the whole bickering stuff. And that is the end of our bickering session. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm having a headache. <laughs> You're this conversation is making me look like the Miss Niagara and you look like the dirty 
fiance. What, you dirty bastard? What were you going to say? <laughs> what are you going to say? You were about to call me a dirty bastard. Yes, you were. Dirty douche. Hey, stay single, guys. How about that? Hmm? You know, this is what it feels like to live just, with just a partner. Just stay single, people, because at this point, <laughs> people don't know this part about the relationship stuff. I think when we when people have oh, a conversation yeah. about relationships, they go, you get to have a partner who's always going to be there next to you for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, guess what? That's why I opened up an office <laughs> to get the hell away from her. Just kidding. but um, I'm having a headache again, so migraine. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that you have to work through in order to it's like it's like with my parents, right? Um, I used to wonder how my parents did it because they 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 live I think a lot of immigrant Asian parents when they open up a business together with their significant other and you know sometimes with with the small businesses, they don't really hire out a lot of people, mm-hmm. so it's just that person, your mom and your dad next to each other for their whole life. Mm-hmm. My parents have spent every waking moment together. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I was born, mm-hmm. they haven't been separated. There's never been a single day where they were away from each other more than like a few hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time that happened was when my mom's mom died in Korea and she had to go over there or then when my dad had to go help some other sibling. This is what I mean. Tornado passes by. Rice cooker has flown over whose head? Your dad's head? What are we talking about right now? Remember you, you we were talking? Oh, they didn't f- fly past my head. My mom threw that at my dad. <laughs> But it's not because they didn't love each other. It was more along the lines of they just spent too much time together, right? So as much as you can see a lot of positive things about the person when you're with them, to, well, you know, mm-hmm. a majority of the time, mm-hmm. those small things tend to add up more than the positive because they stick out a lot more. Mm-hmm. So my parents never got a break from each other. Mm-hmm. So every time my dad would complain or he would nag about something or my mom would nag and complain, it wouldn't be like you would hear that dag and then you'd be away for a second. Yeah. It would be, there's Three. no break to like get rid of that, the negative thoughts or you know that moment. Exactly, and there, it, even beyond that too, they never had a vacation. Mm. I, the the first vacation they had was like, I would say about six years ago, mm. and that's when they went to Hawaii together. Because my mom, uh, long story short, my mom used to work at a factory for these very very wealthy people in Korea. Well, that person who owns that company in Korea, who's very very wealthy, became my mom's best. friend. Mm-hmm. Became my mom's best friend. My mom used to work at the factory at first. They, mm-hmm. for some reason, got along really well together because yeah. I called her harmony. She, I found out she was not actually my harmony, but she, which is grandmother, um, she has a very, very crass, crass personality. She's mm-hmm. super ghetto, but she, her her husband happens to be very rich mm-hmm. because they kind of grew up together. So she just kind of uh-huh. kept all that hood ghetto like uh-huh. country tendencies. My mom is like her very uh-huh. very similar to her, so they became really close friends, I guess. Uh-huh. And so from that point, she I think she became like a housemaid. Um, my mom became a housemaid for her, uh-huh. and then my mom did like certain things that uh-huh. other people wouldn't do. Uh-huh. Like for example, my mom told me the story. Um, there was uh, somebody who was supposed to do yard work mm-hmm. uh, at, at their whatever, their mansion or their house, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom is is working at the house. Mm-hmm. All the other workers uh, that, that were in the house, they watched this guy do work and he mm-hmm. would like take c- cigarette breaks, smoke, mm-hmm. and he was taking forever to do it. And basically what he was doing, he was basically stealing money because yeah. he's choosing to work a lot slower so he could get paid on the mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. So my mom comes out and she goes, you know, Ajishi, show me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what, what are you supposed to do today? <laughs> he's like I'm supposed to she goes okay I want to see you do it and so he does it and she goes cool give me your tool and she starts doing it right and she goes if I did this in five minutes 
why do I see you sitting here taking a smoke break, having like three different lunches? Uh. She goes, you need to start doing work. Uh-huh. I was like, if I can do this, you should be able to get done, done with this by today. If you don't get it done by today, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> and my mom just like starts reaming this guy and he starts cleaning. And then that apparently some of the other workers told um, my harmony mm-hmm. what she did. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you know. Wow. Okay. Would, I would be shocked because back then male would be like, if I were a man, I'd be like, like. Exactly. My mom's crazy. Who are you to tell me, woman? You know? Exactly. My mom's crazy, dude. So my mom got into this dude's Your face. so sweet. I'm glad I know <laughs> She didn't know her back in the yeah. day. And so I think from that was like one of those reasons why she got along so well with that lady. Mm. Um, and then, uh, you know, after lo and behold, they became really, really close friends. But that's like the type of person that my mom was. Like she's like in your face, like get shit done type of lady. That's why she never let go of your dad. I know, but could you imagine that personality living with my dad? Maybe your dad's more calm. He is calm to a certain extent. I'm definitely more like my mom than I am my dad. Yeah, see, I think there's like a good balance. You need to have a good balance from each other, but when they're both fire, it is very hard. And I feel like you're fire and I'm fire. You are fire, dude. And I think more for you because I've... It's weird how you deal with other people versus how you deal with people who are really close to you. Mm-hmm. I think everything stings a little more when somebody is really close to your heart. Mm-hmm. So if I do something that somebody else would have done that's mm-hmm. just like a decent friend of mm-hmm. yours, like a good friend, it's with your friends kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like sometimes when you have interactions with uh, specific people in your life and uh-huh. I see how they talk to you or they treat you, you're just kind of like, they're just having a bad day. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> and then I'm just like, Yo, if somebody said that, I slapped the fucking shit out of them. Or if I said that to mm-hmm. you, it would be game over. Yeah, because you know the amount of energy I have to use to resolve that? It's not worth it. It's, o- it's only used for certain people because it needs to be resolved. For those people, or those friends, after that time passes by, it's not going to be a big deal. We're like, we're not going to talk about it. I think that's very smart because when, when she told me about this one time that she... She basically went on like a friend's trip with with, with a few of her friends. And basically, Wait, what did you just say? A friend's trip? No, no, right before that. I think I it was my first time hearing that. I think that's very smart. What did I say? Thank you. Thank I didn't you. say that a lot. I the wanted time. to rephrase that. What are you oh, talking okay. about? I always compliment you. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. There Get was the a hell trip. Out of here. <laughs> Anyways, so she went on this uh, this friend's trip, and she was kind of venting to me about a small uh, little situation that happened between her. And one of her friends, right? And and basically, the girl kind of like popped off on her for some random shit, right? And I thought it was very disrespectful mm-hmm. uh, for what for what the situation called for. She didn't have to speak to her that way. And so for for what Mariel did, she just kind of let it go, uh, apologized, and was like, "Okay, well, if you feel that way, I'm sorry." Blah blah blah. blah explain her situation. However, for me, if I if I was in your situation, I probably would have taken that person aside and would have fucking cursed them out and be like, you don't fucking disrespect me like that in front of people. I'll slap the fucking shit out of you. That's what I would say. Yeah. But <clears throat> the reason why I thought what she did was really smart is because, number one, these are friends that she doesn't see often. Mm-hmm. Um, they see each other intermittently. Mm-hmm. It was fun for a majority of the trip. And so for her, it was like, why should I have to correct this behavior out of this person, a friend that I rarely see anyways? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like just... They, they've always been like this. They like to argue. They like to debate all the time. So let them be them and I'll just let this one go because I'm, I'm not going to see her for another six months anyway. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And it's another thing. It's like it's a group trip and I didn't want to bring – it was our last day. Yeah. And I didn't want to ruin that trip just because 
I need to correct someone, mm. you know? It's like, that's, I think that's where my consideration comes in. It's like, it's not my trip, it's our trip. And I want to make sure, like, and the other friends, they didn't even, like, it didn't, they didn't even notice it. I asked him later. Oh, and I didn't ask, but like we brought, we kind of had that conversation and they're like, <clears throat> I had no idea. And they just enjoyed the trip the whole time. See, I, I don't know how you do so that. It's I'm like, so hard for me. You know what? Me. I'm just going to swallow it and just let it go because a month from now on, no one's going to even care. I'm not going to care. And I'm I think on. for me, it's hard because I think that's a smarter move to do just for my personality set. Yeah. But like, if I had to deal with that with you, it's a different Well, because you will see each other every day. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a different situation. Yeah. I think for me, even if it's somebody I don't see for a long time, and this is probably a huge flaw of mine, is because I know that in the future I'm going to see them again. Mm-hmm. And if they do it again, mm-hmm. and it's been six months, and I don't address it at that point, mm-hmm. I feel weird addressing something that happened six months ago because I should have addressed it then mm-hmm. when it happened. But I feel like for you, it's fine because if it happens again, you're okay just letting it go because you're not going to see them again. Yeah. Also, I could prevent myself have that happening again it's yeah. just you know it's not something that it's not a habit that they do it's just a situation and the reaction that mm-hmm. came around so it's not it's not a repetitive thing mm-hmm. i would say and it's it's not worth it sometimes it's just yeah for me it's always I mean? worth it though like i have to, i have to like take somebody aside and talk to them it's like which is why i swallow a lot of things and try to go around your way my dear but you do too. Okay, I was about you to say. You can't always be the right person. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's not about being right. But you're I, doing I think, it because it's in your, like, you got to let it out for yourself. You're like, this is not right, so I need to fix it for my mm, my selfish reasons. Maybe, yeah. You know? I, I, think, I, I think beyond that, though, it's mm-hmm. because, well, it is selfish because uh, it's something that I'm going to have to deal with again. Mm-hmm. Like, if that happens again... Mm-hmm. I won't be able to control myself as well mm-hmm. as if I just dealt with it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating when I say I would take them aside and be like, hey, you know, fuck you, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would just tell them like, hey, yo, do you, do you think that was appropriate for you to talk to me like that? Sure. Like, and another thing or is- Or like, what's going on? Like, uh-huh. why did you do that? If it was one-on-one, I think maybe I would have brought it up. But because it was a, gr- a situation with a group of people. And another thing is, women are different. This podcast is brought to you by Keeps. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. I wish I gave this advice to my buddy Dan in high school because he banked on his luscious hair. He thought he would have kept his luscious locks forever. Well, Dan Dan prevention was key and Keeps could have helped you. Great thing about Keeps is that they offer generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products out there. You can also get treated from home by getting your medications delivered to you every three months. Save yourself, your child self anyways, from having to go to the pharmacy to grab that hair loss medication. Yeah, you don't need to deal with that. So listen, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash brain to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash brain. Once again, that's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash brain keeps baby i think men when they do that from men to men it's like oh okay it's very straightforward there's no other meaning to it mm-hmm. but for women there's a lot of stuff going on when you say stuff something like that mm-hmm. well like we're just attached to a lot of different emotions and thoughts so it doesn't come off the same way mm-hmm. and i think that's the benefit of men is just like very straightforward okay a a to a 
But for us, A, it does not, it's never A to A. It's like A to options from A to Z. Isn't that exhausting though? How, it is. How, That's just so how much? our brain works. I do see that a lot though, especially with uh, a lot of my personal girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. Even from back home. I, I told this story before on the podcast, right? Yeah. So back in the day, there was this group, that I, they were called uh, the Innocent A. The Innocent A? <laughs> They're so Stupid. Oh my god, were so, they innocent? Hell no. So they, wow. they kind of named themselves the Innocent Eight. That was like their seventh grade to all the way through high school. You know when we had, like screen names? Like screen names. I was the Asian little girl 012. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, so that was their little thing, right? But even watching how that group fell apart, mm-hmm. it was all a communication issue, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that what I see a lot from a lot of female friends, and I'm not saying this is a generality or a, a general uh truth for all women but just from my whatever 32 years of living that i've seen from all the girls around me um i feel like sometimes the girls have this thing of the you guys i want to say lie very well but it's more like you guys can put up a front of like okay ha 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 and but then what happens is when that happens you still feel angry and upset Uh and it seeps out in other ways yeah so whether you go behind their back <laughs> and you're talking about it with another friend within the group. Yeah. And then that gossip starts to happen. Yeah. And then that person starts to change the mind of another girl in that uh. group about that person. And it starts to bleed out. Yeah. And then you don't even know where the hate started at that point. Mm. So, and but then when you guys all meet together, it's like, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, my God, girl. Your hair is fucking so, amazing. Yeah. And then everything's cool. But then when you walk away, then it goes back to that original hate or whatever that issue was. And it goes back to talking shit again. It goes, oh, did you see the way she was talking to me today? And it's like, yeah, it's just like that last time. It's so high school. I, but I see that happen a lot within girl groups. And I don't know what that is. Like why? We, mm, so that Because you know what I'm talking about, so, right? So, yeah, it happens yeah. a lot. It does. It's funny because... I mean, I can't say I am not one of those girls because I'm sure I am, but I try to not Minim- put myself, min- yeah. yeah, minimize it because. Because I understand too. I I I think I'll do that. I, I used to do that a lot, and sometimes too, if I if I don't really care about the person, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm different. I usually what I say in front of your face is I usually say God, yeah, you're, bad, so. you're you're different. Yeah, but us girls, I don't know. I think we do bond over gossiping. <laughs> that is a true fact. Yes. You know, there's no way that. Uh, that's not true. Goss- I get it. Gossiping's fun. It is fun. It. it is fun. Yeah. Um, but I think, it, like I said, like our brains are, you know, like when guys meet up, we you guys don't compliment each other's clothes or like, you know, bring something up that's like very irrelevant and like start talking about that. I'd be like, oh my God, that that shirt is so cute. Where'd you get it? Oh, it's from this. Like I got it for 50% off. It's yeah, like, I think we'll do it when you guys, when there's like big purchases or some shit. Yeah. Like you got a new car, I'd be like, yo, shit. Yeah, only yeah. big purchase, but we do a lot of small talks and um, not that that's bad or anything. Like, you know, it's it's a good conversation. It's like, you know, like in Japan, we were talking about weather. Oh, like, oh, today's a great weather. It sure is. It's a great weather. That's how they always start, start the conversation. But I think we just have this, like I said, we, our brain, we have so many emotions attached to it. And so we take things in a different message. You know, if mm-hmm. you say, oh, um, dude, that phone is dope. You say a dude to a girl, they might take it like, what the freak? Like, do you think sometimes girls, uh, they're a little hyper analytical about small things? We are, we are, uh, emotion because our emotions are very attached to it. I think that's what it is. Like, our emotions tell us what we should think, Mm. and from there, our brain is just like thinking of so many different things. It's like, 
trying to recapture what happened in the past or like what someone else said said this mm. you know like terrace house that one girl what's her name the wrestler girl oh yeah 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 like she's getting advices from people who heard things and thinking that that it would it work out her, yeah. yeah it's just it doesn't make sense what the hell like why would you why would you do that but like there's so much emotions that are attached to it that like she thinks like she, she's in a drama. She's like the main character and that's going to work out. Mm. Like we do that a lot. We, whereas like. It's exhausting to be It like is. That, it's That's so exhausting. Why do you think we have so many wrinkles? <laughs> Just relax, <laughs> man. Like it's not that big of a deal. But, but there's there's certain guys honestly, that are like that too. Yeah. yeah, of course. I'm not saying all girls are like this. And yeah, all. but I cut those guys out real fast though. I think genetically. We're there just, has to be some kind of survival situation. Yeah, for that. we're just like I don't like know that. what that reason is, but there's definitely a specific. Purpose that is for why male are attracted to us, which we're so opposite from them. Maybe we, you think we're very like ooh secretive, like we got so many layers. Do you know, layers do you know of who stress. we didn't talk about on Terrace House? Who one of my favorite people on there? That is so dumb. Both. No, the the guy that um, he actually left. He was the one that cooked the pasta and egg and the broccoli and the water together. What's oh, his? Spider-Man? Spider-Man boy. Oh, my God. It was so sweet when he left. It was. It was. <laughs> he left as the broccoli boy. As broccoli boy. You know, there was a recent picture that I saw of him. He's modeling now. Oh, with, he's he's, um, pretty, he's Emi- cute. Emika? No, not Emika. Is that Emika? No. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but he's been modeling. He looks like Minu from Xinhua. He looks he looks like him when he first came out. Yeah, he looks like the yeah, he does. If you guys go back, look up a picture of this guy named E Minu. From Xinhua. From Xinhua. It's like one of the OG K pop groups that came out with this other group called HOT. They were like the two top boy Dude, bands. I had a huge crush on him. He was He's so cute. He has like the cute. Korean moon eye yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That Japanese kid looks just like him. When I, when I kept looking at him, I was like, who does he look like? Yeah, when he smiles, he mm-hmm. looks just like he him. And he has like that K pop hair. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? You bring him back? The He's a very. The reason why I liked him, I know a lot of people got frustrated with him because of. I think they took his stupidity as laziness. He's very inexperienced. He's a pampered kid. Yeah. He got taken care of, right? Um, and everything was kind of just laid out for him. Mm-hmm. And so with with him on that show, I think a lot of people felt a lot of uh, negative feelings and a lot of disdain towards yeah. him because they kind of confused his inability to be an adult with laziness. Mm. He wasn't lazy. Mm. If you look at throughout that show, mm. he consistently yeah. was trying to be better. He was better. just on a slower end. I he just doesn't know how. Yeah, exactly. Like compare him to that 19-year-old chef boy. Oh, that's different. That like guy's a that, piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. If you compare those two, they're both kind of slow, but one is actually trying a slower pace where the other one is totally taking advantage of his family. Exactly. So oh, he, I hated he, he that doesn't boy. have like he's such a innocent good soul it's just you know as an adult it's hard to you don't have that patience as you did when you were younger right because you're just kind of living life and doing whatever but when you're in a group setting with an adult and you respect this guy to be an adult and he's not doing it people get frustrated a little bit but that's why he had a lot of good older men around him that were very patient with him thank god because if i was there man i'd just be like doug Get your shit together. I think you would have actually adored him. Probably. I probably yeah. would have taken him under my wing. Yeah. So this is what you do yeah, yeah. when you cook this, this, and that. Oh, yeah. Totally. You would. You would have done the other way. I like that, though. I, I like – I think the quality that I like about people the most, and I don't think it gets appreciated a lot, is mm-hmm. when somebody tries. Mm. I think effort is the biggest thing. Mm. I think that's the reason why I I liked you so much is because even though we fought a lot so much in the beginning, Mm. like we used to fight all the time. Mm. I think every time we fought, we always leveled up. So Mm. it was, 
when we figured out what the solution was, even mm. though it wasn't perfect, we always tried, right? So mm -hmm. it was, hey, I don't want you to do this anymore. It was cool. I never said I would never do it. Mm -hmm. I would always say that I would try mm -hmm. because I kind of learned early on that when you kind of give somebody that you're with that you care about false promises, mm -hmm. they tend to get their heart broken. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if, if, for example, if you told me, hey, I don't want you to um, – I don't know, clip your toenails in the bathroom sink anymore, right? <laughs> if you said that, right? And I would say, okay, I'll remember not, I'll try to remember not uh -huh, to. Uh -huh. um, I'll try my best. You know, you do do that. You say you will try, which I like hearing that rather than, okay, I will do it. Because try means that there is an effort that you're going to add to it. When you say you're just going to do it, it just, it does sound like, it could sound like a false hope because like, mm -hmm. if you could just do it, why couldn't you do it It's before? a lot of pressure and also too, it, it kind of, you're also expecting perfection out of yourself. Yeah. Which is not going to happen. Like we all attempt stuff. Yeah. And habits are hard to break. So if, if I say that I'm going to do something, I say I try first mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. something like, something terrible. You know, let's say, I don't know, let's say I cheated on you or something. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to try not to next time. <laughs> You know, if I cheated on you, I go, you know what, like, sweetie? He said he'll try. So maybe not this round. Maybe not this year. Sweetie, this time, I'll really try not to. <laughs> and if I do it again, listen, I tried, but it was, it was really hard. She was already butt naked in my bed. I just, oh, my gosh. Yeah, th those are different situations, funny, right? Yeah. But if I, if I, if it's, I don't know, something like that, like clipping your toenails in them. You know, that's why, that's what I'm saying. The girls are just, you know, you ask me to calm down time to time, but girls are just genetically different. You got to know that we just have a lot of ups and downs. Not to mention Tom Riddle <laughs> comes around every month. Now I could say that because I finally watched her, Harry Potter. Just an example. Oh, <laughs> we should get into that later. Just an example of how her emotions are so erratic. <laughs> this morning, she woke up as the happiest person on earth. <laughs> she and I had two very different dreams. Okay, In so one bed, I'm very different to, dreams. I'm going to imitate... How she was this morning. She goes, I had a really good dream today. And I'm like, oh, last night. I'm like, oh, what was your dream? I had a dream that me and Gal Gadot were best friends. Ah! <laughs> she did exactly that. She goes, ah! <laughs> With my blanket up. And she covered her face because she was so embarrassed. This I is who she is. This is moment. what I wake up to. And I'm like. Okay. I gave you some good news. For you, on the other hand, you're like, oh, yeah, I had a dream and I don't even remember 90% of it. All I remember was that, oh, yeah, and I stepped on something and it was brown and I thought it was poop or he said the other word. And, and I go to the bathroom and it was actually miso. And I was like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And it turns out, OK, well, first of all, it's like, that's that's nice. You had a poop dream. But it wasn't poop. It was miso. It was miso. So the, the, the <laughs> dream was really weird. It was like... Um, You're running away from someone? I was playing football with a few friends. Do you play football in real life? Uh, we used to play like catch football and flag football. We used to play, we used to play a street football too. When in middle school? Uh, high school, middle school. Oh, okay. Because I did too. Yeah. I'm like, do you usually play football? I never... Well, it's hard to play football <laughs> as an adult now. You have to get a fat group of people. I, I don't know. Right. So we used to play football and stuff. Football. And so we were, we're tossing a ball around in this field, in this mm -hmm, dream. Mm -hmm. And then while, as we're tossing it back and forth, this is all high school friends, but we're adults. I had these, oh. I had these uh, white and suede gray uh, Jordan 1s on and they look really fucking dope. And so 
we're tossing this ball around and then I step into mud and I look in the, look at it and it looks like shit. And so I remember I take off the shoe. I'm going towards the bathroom and this is like this. It's like a weird field and it's like a high school, but it's not mm-hmm. high school slash college campus with the field in the middle. And then I go off into this room and to go wash it off. Right. And so Did you sleep well. I don't know. But I, I walk into this room and it looks like a dormitory. Right. A dormitory sink. So mm-hmm. when you, you, you've had the show, those shared bathrooms and dorms, yeah. right? So I walked in there and I'm washing it off and I look at it and I'm like, oh, this isn't poop. Did you it's, lick it's, it? It's, it's miso. And so I went to smell it. I was like, oh, it's, it's, just, it's just a white miso. And so I started washing it off and I'm scrubbing it and then I get some soap from the dispenser. And as I start to scrub and wash it off, when I look up, <clears> the, the bathroom sink is just a sink and it's in my dormitory room and I'm not in the dormitory bathroom anymore. So it transformed when I look up into my actual dorm bedroom. And so <laughs> as I'm washing the shoe, I look it up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm washing these shoes, I might as well just go wash my other shoes. So I go towards my other shoe collection, uh-huh. which is on the other side of the wall. Uh-huh. And I grab some other shoes to clean. Uh-huh. And then I notice in this room, my my dorm bed is pressed up against the wall. Uh-huh. And as the headboard, uh-huh. the headboard is just stacks of shoes. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, why did I put it there? I should reorganize it. <laughs> So I started reorganizing these shoes, going back, and then when I look back to the other side of the wall, there's uh-huh. more shoes lined up. Uh-huh. And on top of that shelf of shoes, uh-huh. there's this uh, Elsa doll uh-huh. from Frozen. And uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have an Elsa doll here? Uh-huh. And by the way, this room is very dimly lit, uh-huh. and it's only sunlight coming through through some shades. And when I grab the Elsa doll, uh, the Elsa doll turns into an actual Elsa doll. When I pick it up, I turn it around, and the Elsa doll becomes really long. It's a long doll with like uh-huh. the long limbs with no fingers or anything like that. Ew. And the face is blank. Oh, and that's so scary. It's a little creepy. And I'm thinking, why do I have this doll? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, okay, cool. And then right where the shoes are, uh-huh. there's a Fuji film X-T2 APS-C camera. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had this camera. So I went to go grab the camera. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I was looking for a small camera to have so I could just carry around and do uh-huh. travel photography. And when I placed the doll back, I look back. And there's two of them. And they're sitting next to each other looking at me. How creepy. Yeah, but they don't have a face. And so I'm getting a little creeped out, uh-huh. right? And so I take the dolls and I flip them down uh-huh. and I put them face down. Uh, I, went go, I went to go back to the shelf and I grab a bag and the bag is from Harry Potter World, like, you know, like one of those like gift store oh, bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go grab the bag. I went to go grab the two, the two dolls uh-huh. and I stuffed them in the bag and uh-huh. then I woke up. But it was like, it was weird. That was what, that's what I dreamt about. It was this doll that kept on changing its faces constantly. It was like creeping me out. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I was going to say, your dream sounds like your personality, like ADD. Well, how dare you? <laughs> what do you mean? Because like, it's like you, you're you cleaning your shoe and you thought it was poop and it goes to miso. And you're like, oh, it's miso. And you look up and it's like, oh, it's not my bathroom anymore. It's actually the dorm room. It's like, oh, I might as well just clean the the shoes. And you look at the shoes and then you're like, oh, why are the shoes there? And then you look over there and you're like, oh, there's Elsa. And it's just So basically, you didn't end up with cleaning your shoes. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't clean up my shoes. Exactly. Well, would you clean up your shoes if there was a demon doll staring at you? That's so funny because you're cleaning in your dream. That's right. That's how I do it, baby. And I asked him in the morning. I was like, did you sleep well? I was like, yeah, I slept really well. I'm like, Crazy talk, man. You're, you're, I feel like you work a lot in your dreams. And I'm just like, I just met Gal Gadot. I was happy. I, I had a good I, my, sleep. My dreams are very odd, though. I, yeah. When I have these weird dreams, the thing is, I wish I could lucid dream where I can control what's going on. That would be really fun to animate. Yeah. Or like make a film. Oh, you have, you have no idea. If I could tell you some of the dreams that I've had, yeah. I, I, they're so vivid, it's unreal. And I remember a lot of these dreams because I write them down. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the dream that I had about a friend that turned into a fox? 
No. Okay, so this dream is super vivid. And it's kind of a representation of what I feel about this person too. But um, so in this dream, I'm walking in this forest, right? So a lot of tall trees and light is kind of leaking through mm-hmm. uh, the, the trees. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking through the forest, I'm going through the brushes. I'm going through all these thick trees and, these, and, and through the thickets. I look forward mm-hmm. and I see this really large, large mansion, mm-hmm. right? The mansion, the, the walls are are kind of like stucco, but it looks like a very old-fashioned kind of like Danish Dutch house, mm-hmm. but it's a huge mansion and the top has red brick, mm-hmm. uh, red red tiles for mm-hmm. the roofs. And so as I walk into the house, there's like this huge stairway that goes up, mm-hmm. right? All dark wood, everything else. But it doesn't look really creepy because it's, it's kind of like that golden hour sunlight that's coming mm-hmm. through all the windows. So it looks very nice and pleasant. When I go up this winding staircase, I go into this room. And when I walk into the room, it's a daycare. Mm. And with the daycare, you see a bunch of colored blocks, a lot of toys. Like the colors that I remember from the daycare was like green, blue, red, yellow, mm-hmm. which is very bright, a lot of bright colors that mm-hmm. you would see. When I walk in, I notice that there's this huge robot. This robot is standing and it turns around. This gigantic robot, very square, mm-hmm. turns around. And I look at him and he goes, he comes up to me and he goes, be careful who you trust. <gasps> and I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, you need to be careful with who you trust. And then when he says that, he starts to malfunction and he starts breaking down. He starts like, like freaking out. And so I'm assuming that this rob- ro- this robot is going to attack me. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. And I might have told this on the podcast, but not this this specifics. Uh-huh. But as that robot starts breaking down and you know freaking out, it falls over. And you see it's like the eyes kind of blink. It starts to go out. Uh-huh. And then when I turn around, there's this fox. Uh-huh. This fox, like a standing up fox, like a human fox in uh-huh. human clothes, grabs my hand and says, hey, we have to go. And so the fox grabs me, right? And we go down the stairs. We get into this like um, this large van or SUV. I can't remember. I think it was uh-huh. a van. Uh, we get into the van and, you know, the fox is like clearly worried. And he goes, it's, it's good I got you in time. And I'm looking at this fox and it says, I, you know, be careful who you trust. And, I, and I'm thinking about this fox, uh-huh. all right? And this fox, as I look at the fox, I'm like, oh, this isn't a fox. This is my friend. I know this person, uh-huh. right? And it's somebody I know in real life. Uh-huh. And so as this fox is talking, I'm like, hey, I need you to pull over, like pull over the car right <clears> now. And so as, as, the, as the fox is starting to pull over, you go like, what's wrong? I'm like, there's something a little off about the situation. This is really weird. Um, and by the way, um, oh, actually what happened was it wasn't that the, 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 so the fox, this is what it was, the fox grabbed me, right? And the fox turned into the friend and then back into the fox. So uh-huh. it, it went from Fox uh-huh. that grabbed me out the building. Uh-huh. And then when the person who was driving was the person that I'm Were you watching about, yourself friend. or were you seeing it from your perspective? I was seeing it from my perspective. Yeah. And that Fox turned into the person that I knew and then it turned back into the Fox. Okay. So that's how I knew that that was the Fox. Uh-huh. I, I wrote it down somewhere in my notes. Um, and as we're driving, we're like running away from something like in a very weird situation. And because I remember what that robot said is that don't trust, you know, mm-hmm. be careful who you trust. Uh, when I told them to pull me over. And so I was like, okay, so what do you want to do? And I literally kicked this person out the car because of the warning that the robot gave me. That was your friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then, and then as I kicked the person out the car, which is the fox person, it starts to growl, gets really fucking angry, uh-huh. you know, like just really uh-huh, uh-huh. vicious. And I start driving the car off. And then the freeway that we're on eventually turns into a neighborhood. Uh-huh. And then I dump off the van to another fox family and tell them to get rid of it. Uh-huh. And then I wake up. Oh. So you betrayed your friend. I'm not sure the if they're my friend, though, because the robot told me to be careful who, who I trust. But how do you trust the robot? You don't know the robot. I don't know. Oh, the robot actually 
I don't want to say names, but the robot uh-huh. was had the voice of the person that managed the person that was in that car. So this person that that I didn't trust who was a friend uh-huh, of mine uh-huh. was an artist uh-huh. is an artist and that person that had the robot was the voice of that person's manager at what the time the heck? and they're not they're not they're not actually working together anymore oh uh-huh. because of some trust issues isn't that crazy oh wait was that before or after the dream though this was uh they were still working together uh-huh. before the dream mm. and they, they split isn't it Sometimes I feel like the dreams, I don't really think about it. But then when something happens, like, is that what my dream was about? My mom, you have any idea how many times my mom calls me per week? Has she has a dream that I died or got into a car accident? Dreams are opposite. And then nothing has ever happened. Oh. She mm. called me the other day and I was in the shower, so I didn't pick up the phone. So my mm-hmm. brother called me. He goes, hey, mom had a bad dream about you again. I was like, okay. She goes, She's been trying to call you and she just wanted me to call you to see if you're okay. That makes sense because you have the worst karma, but you never die. <laughs> I'm I'm fine though. Yeah. <laughs> she had a dream. My mom had a dream that you and I, uh, you murdered somebody. Oh, what? Yeah. My mom had a dream that you murdered somebody. That's freaky. And then um, we buried that person that we came by a lot of money because we killed that person or you did. That's dead to me. Right? Uh-huh. And then we were living in this mansion and I was telling my mom that she can't tell anybody that she has to keep a secret. Oh my God, that's the show we just watched. Yeah, this happened uh, before I watched the show though. Oh, wow. And so my mom was uh, telling me that, that was, that's what her dream was and that I had to live with this secret. And so I was, she was really concerned about me. She's like, she was like, in the dream, I was like, what's going to happen if your YouTube fans find out that you are, if you're a part of a murder? Oh my I'm like, God. Oh, that's what you're worried about, dude? You know, that's probably the last thing she has to worry about with a, in our family. I know. Nothing <laughs> like that's going to happen. But yeah, dreams. Wow. Well, anyways, guys. That wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I gotta fix this flickering screen thing, though. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> work on that. Step by step, the place looks amazing. Yeah, this is just as, this is just a an easy foundation or just the start. But we're gonna work on some of the connectivity issues that we're having with this TV. But other than that, uh, <laughs> that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, you can find Mariel at Mariel underscore underscore song on Instagram. And uh, yeah, everybody, this podcast is here just to keep you company on your everyday. We talked about. Uh, bickering and bickering, bickering and bickering and then relationship stuff moving in together and having to deal with each other yeah and weird dreams any good stuff there's a lot of good stuff i said that you're smart you look so pretty today oh thank you and you're the best finally oh you're the best oh i mean yes yes you're the best too <laughs> you're never coming on this podcast again <laughs> anyways guys uh we'll see you guys next time uh catch us on spotify and everything else and uh yeah baby love you very much Matane. iTunes podcast. Bye.